0: hello everyone welcome to episode one of hope ninja parents today we're going to be looking at what is hope and what the hell does it have to do with parenting i'm so excited let's get started So today, we're going to be looking at hope. We're introducing you to our mission. I'm Cynthia Painter, Mindset Coach. I'm here with Louise. Want to introduce yourself, Louise?
1: I am Dr Louise Metka. I'm a psychologist of almost 30 years. I specialize in mood disorders. Um, I'm a mom and I'm the founder of George, the little robot who helps kids with anxiety and to build resilience.
0: We love George. You can check George out. We'll have the details below as well. He's a great app to help kids with resilience, anxiety, and all their big emotions. So what we're going to be uh, looking at today is looking at what is hope. I think for many people here, we have a a basic concept of hope, but it's maybe not the first thing we think of when we think of parenting. Now, Louise and I are on a mission that's called Hope Ninja Parenting. Parents for a reason. Louise, you want to tell us how you've come up with this name and uh, what's
1: the mission we're all about? Oh, yes. Yeah. So we need more hope these days. Very, very badly, 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 badly. Um, but hope has a bit of an uncool name, I've noticed. It's not very cool to be thinking about hope, talking about hope, you know, to be generally a more positive person. So we need to make it cool. And one of the best ways to make things cool is to make it a little bit ninja.
0: (laughs) Yes. And so we hope that you're on board and join us. Let us know if you're following along, subscribing, commenting, uh, as we go, your thoughts on hope. And uh, so this, Jen, we're going to talk about what is hope today? How has it got to do with parenting? What impact it has on kids and when it's missing, how it is actually going to show up and we're going to start with a definition. I've got mine. What's your thoughts on what
1: is hope? Well, I could give you the neuro version, but I'm going to give you something a lot simpler, which is basically it's an expectation of good things coming. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, very true. And from from a mindset perspective, hope is is an emotion, right? So we actually can be more in control of our emotions and our emotional states than we think. Uh, We're just not trained to do that. So when we have our certain emotions come into play, they really impact our thinking and our behaviors and hence the reactions and results that we then display. So by being able to understand how to manage our emotions like hope, uh, it will really help us with behaviors and how we operate in the day-to-day world. And so we're going to help you guys bring this in. We want you to be on this mission with us. It's called Ninjas for a Reason. I feel like we should have our bandannery. i patches on on, tied at the back right (laughs) because as parents we want you to come and help sprinkle through hope in your parenting with your kids and the community as at large so i'm hoping that you're on this with us now i'm going to ask you uh dr louise uh to actually give us the more brainy version give us the more neuro version definition i know because it actually, I really want people to see
1: like, this is a practical, real thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I like I like what you're saying about how we can work on these things. We can, we can build these things. That's absolutely true. So hope is basically a function of the brain. It's a skill set. And, you know, like, it's sort of like a muscle. You have to build it. Unfortunately, we've gotten very kind of, you know, not good at building this muscle and we need to get really, really good at it for ourselves and for our kids. So basically, there's a a kind of structure, it's quite small, but it's like... I think it looks like kind of a snail shell. I've had people say to me, no, it looks nothing like that. Maybe it's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> but hey, to me, it looks like a little snail, uh, kind of in the, the sort of behind your um, prefrontal cortex there and kind of in the more in the middle of your brain. And it's called the dorsal raffin nucleus. And yeah, I know, sorry, neuro. But uh, so that little connection of neurons basically talks to your your medial prefrontal cortex and it also is where you kind of channel the the decision the brain decision if you like to kind of switch to kind of either panic or to go into fight and flight so it's a really interesting connection right and here in your frontal lobes is where you make all those really considered decisions where you can plan and you know, sort of um, you know, generate, uh, solve problems around sort of the future that you want. So there's this really interesting bit of science around if we can just make that connection between the medial prefrontal cortex and the dorsal raphe nucleus really strong. Really, really strong. Lots and lots and lots and lots of neural connections. We are actually able to shut down those fight or flight and panic reactions when we need to and want to so but to do that that's called the hope circuit so we need to actually practice and create hope a lot more in order to really make that nice and strong and thick as a connection
0: Awesome. I love it. The hope circuit. All right. Everyone out there, I hope you're writing that down. Hope circuit, really important. So for me, and we talked about this before as well, um, it really is when people are in that place where they've built that muscle, uh, it's helping kids particularly because we know they go through a whole pile of brain development until they become adolescents, which I'm sure I read somewhere that adolescent boys that you don't come out of adolescence so you're in your 30s. Scary, have two boys. But, True. <laughs> but it's, I know, I heard that. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, brown paper bag. But it's actually about helping when we all have hope uh, is building that muscle that circuitry actually allows us to ride the waves of things that are happening in our lives you talked about problem solving you talked about big emotions i know on some episodes down the track we're going to talk about some heavy subjects trauma and things like that that can help as well as everyday elements so this is really something that's that's just not even on thick on people's radar, we as parents and in the mainstream, we talk about building resist, right, resistance, resilience, <laughs> confidence, right? Yeah. All those things. Hope is just not one. So this is what we're here on a mission to do, to get you guys on the Hope Ninja mission as parents because it has that ability to help people get, in a what I would call a resourceful state um, coming from my background as a mindset coach and therefore you're able to navigate when things happen and I think that's a really important skill um, and a set of uh, where you're actually, your settings in your brain, your wiring in your brain and how you operate and where you come from. So... Tell us how your thoughts on how does hope actually? Well, what does hope got to do with parenting? Like I guess, like I said, most people are going to be looking at how to be a bigger, better parent, or how to get my kid more resilient, or how to stop a temper tantrum. You know, that's front of mind. What does hope got to
1: do with parenting? Yeah yeah so i've just spent how many weeks uh in term three doing homeschooling <laughs> in the pandemic and we're course- here in sydney we are in the middle of lockdown we're about to come out of lockdown it's crazy Yeah, yeah and a bit more to go yet um and you know yep. like it's, it's been very interesting i've never actually taught a child how to read before so i've been learning how to teach a child how to read fascinating stuff right and basically it's a whole bunch of Problem solving, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, um, repetition of learning in there, but it's a whole bunch of problem solving. How do you actually put letters together to make words? And, you know, as a parent, we quite often do that, right? Our job is to kind of teach problem solving. Usually it's, it's day to day kind of, you know, how do I set the table? How do I put out the garbage kind of stuff? Problem solving for kids. Um, But this is actually another version of problem solving when you think about it. Hope basically is, you know, even when you strike difficulties, a word you don't know maybe, a sound you can't sound, uh, you don't give up because there's a sense of yet. So I haven't got this yet my and favorite word I, forget, I love this word so basically it's it's that it's that expectation that okay there's a hill right now you know or there's a there's a gap you know that i have to traverse in my learning maybe it seems really big but i will get through this there's another side to this i do get i do get to the other side and the problem is solved i do move on from this. So it's that it's actually a, you know, core but a problem solving hope when you think about it. But it's something that, yeah, we don't really think about in terms of problem solving, that sense of we will, we will be able to do this, maybe even do even more amazing things one day. Yeah,
0: yeah beautiful. There's a bit of that sort of growth mindset about from a place of possibilities, which is something that we need to develop as adults sometimes, (laughs) let alone as kids. So important to put in there because I wonder whether people would would be thinking to themselves, well, hang on, my kid's not hopeless, (laughs) which is a different (laughs) definition, different word, hopeless, right? But how how would you think parents would know if they need to add hope? I think it's a given after what we've just defined. But what are some of the indicators that, you know, hope is probably something that's a bit missing, some things to look
1: out for? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like, you know, laying the piano. Can your can you kids sit down and, and just sort of, you know, press on the keys? Great. That's an awesome start, right? Can they play music? Probably not. Mine can't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so basically it's that kind of thing, right? You, hope is a skill. So one day your kid is going to need a lot of it, more than they might currently need now or might need to show now. So you might be seeing them just tapping on the keys, which is fantastic, but they really need to be a concert pianist at this. The world is not built for creating hope as an adult. I mean, I think every adult listening to this, certainly you you and I can testify that the world we live in is pretty negative lots of lots of bills lots of news you
0: know <laughs> a lot of messages like right? with social media you know I used to, people um we used the to talk machine. about comparing
1: yeah. Machine.
0: yeah yeah we we used to compare ourselves with wired to com- for comparison comparison is just a, such a killer I think to mm. to how people approach the world but we used to compare ourselves to the Joneses and the Joneses used to be in our neighborhood right and then as we got more sort of compact dwellings the joneses were in our street and now the joneses are in our back pocket right yeah. so because they're in our social media so we have that continuous comparison but also we have a continuous messaging and particularly when you're a time uh like at the moment we're in uh lockdown we're going to talk about lockdown in another episode Uh, But particularly at a time like this, there's a lot of messages. But even outside of that, sometimes as people, we can be wired to go to the negative Mm. rather than the positive.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Actually, it's an evolved ability. We were, you know, we evolved into these sort of, Um, You know, creatures who are able to spot the risks in life—and awesome, right? They kept us alive, saved us from a few saber-toothed tigers. Not that there were any saber-toothed tigers around when (laughs) human beings were Stone Age, but just leave that out. (laughs) It's much more fun when you say saber-toothed tiger. Um, We get that picture; it's good. Exactly, right. So it's it saved us. It was such an awesome evolved ability. But the brain doesn't evolve very fast. It can create connections amazingly well and can make can create heaps of connections um, amazingly well. But there are these sort of structures in the brain, and they do not evolve very quickly at all. So we still have quite these sort of quite primitive kind of components of the brain which haven't evolved. But given the way that we treat our brain, it's really not that surprising how many of us around and, you know, really focus on the positive stuff and the and the hope in life over the risks and, you know, problems like having to pay bills and things, right? Not very many. So Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think it's about, um, and we've had a lot of chats about this. I think it's it's an overlooked. Its hope is looked at something as whimsical, um, maybe even religious, and we're not certainly coming from our background or whatever. No, nope, like we're right out of, in the normal space of just talking about as an emotion and and how the brain works. Um, But hope is sort of seen as it's not a common mainstream language when we're talking about how we operate uh, as as human beings or as kids operate. Again, we come back to resilience and confidence and well-being. Lots of well-being is our our bit. So I would love people to see hope as actually maybe a missing link here, a missing piece that of actually how to look at the world in a place of possibilities. I'm, I'm really, I'm running with, I don't care who else is with me, I'm running with the idea that it really helps us ride the waves of life and troubles that come our way because it does put us in that place of possibility, which is where the word, the languaging, I'm, I'm a big personal language. Um, we'll see that in future episodes, but the language like yet Right. So, yeah. so, so powerful, right? Because it opens the brain up to be in that growth mindset of options rather than fixated. The brain has a natural, um, the mind has a natural uh, affinity to actually close in when there is a problem. We spotlight it because our brain's trying to protect us from the saber toothed tigers yep. um, and so forth. And then it's like Danger Will Robinson. Okay, is anyone old enough to remember that? Uh, I watched reruns. I promise, right? Danger Will Robinson, right? It's like the brain is trying to alert us and. If we don't work this muscle or we'll have this muscle really naturally already working, or the hope circuitry already yeah. working, then we we get really we get in a really stuck place, which means we're not resourceful in a resourceful place to be able to ride the waves and then be able to deal better um, with uh, through the
1: outcome. I, so, I like that. I like this waves idea, I like the like the journey of waves. That sounds really good. Um, and you can think of it like like riding a bike right like as parents you know most of us want to have a go um you know or are having a go uh not very really well at the moment um did you need did you get how to ride a bike right <laughs> this is a bit like that we need to kind of see it as you know like you would teach your kid how to ride a bike so you would teach your kid how to hope Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, we're going to give you um, in each episode. We're going to make sure you have some practical takeaways and some fun takeaways. I think along the way as well on how we actually bring this in to not only our kids' lives but our own because we have to work that muscle too, right? Uh, uh-huh. To be able to and, we, and to role model it, the, and particularly when it comes to teenagers because their BS barometer is way up. So, so you want to like. Come from a place of practice with
1: this as well. Definitely.
0: <laughs> so let's let's um can you can we talk about just in general how do you do this? And then we'll make we'll just give a practical takeaway uh before we finish up today's episode.
1: Uh, well, you do have to role model, right? So um role model is big, very big. you are got to transfer a behaviour. You might not see it right away right which is maybe it sometimes confuses people but definitely role modeling is the key it is super powerful so um my favorite thing is to practice hope like how good are we at noticing when those moments where you're like oh you know <laughs> i told him like, i could keep going with this right and like how do you do it how do you go from there to no? Nope. I can do this. Let's have another go. Right. So how do you practice hope? How do you show planning? How do you show a vision of what something will be? And then, okay, maybe it doesn't turn out to look Instagram worthy, but, (laughs) but it's still fun and it's still great. Right. Like how do we do that? How do you practice hope? And then you have to think about how you can have those conversations with your kids, like those moments where, okay, okay, you're you're um, coming up to Halloween so people um, you know have those kind of parties and some people don't but you know let's let's say you want to throw a Halloween party doesn't turn out Instagram worthy maybe you don't get as many guests as you were hoping for Um, you know how do you how do you, how do you have that conversation how do you say I am disappointed to your kid and then go but I'm still going to have an awesome time right yeah like, a really honest reflection on yeah the ups and downs of life and how you can deliberately, very deliberately put energy and choose the, the up.
0: Yes. Yeah, I love it. Deliberately choosing the up, And it's not as easy as it sounds. We are certainly going to, as our mission is to make sure that you have tools that you can put into your toolkit every episode, right, to be able to help you because very pragmatic here. um want you to be able to walk away so that you can actually instill it. And maybe keep that in mind that we want to be able to, how do we turn it up without let's just touch on this for one second without like negating if something's really wrong Mm -hmm. it's like here we go for somebody someone's just passed away right and you are really upset and rightfully so and those emotions are really important don't want to go oh those we're just going to ignore those emotions push uh, them down push them down uh, and hey but we'll have cake at the wake um so so can we just let's just clarify that for a second just to contextualize that
1: yeah absolutely never su- never suppress anything you suppress is going to get bigger <laughs> so don't suppress is the um Oh, yeah that's sort of 1950s really isn't it but but yeah do not suppress those emotions are real they're valid they're useful they're just information right all challenging emotions are just information it will come yeah. and it will go so you, you have to show that this is this is what you do this is how it feels people don't turn up to your party or you know or you know yeah much more serious one if you do lose a loved one and then how do you progress through it and actually show your child how you do that in a really open way, you know, and you might stumble and fall, you know, not everybody's great at, um, particularly grief, right? Grief is a real challenge, but you know, you going to have moments where, yeah, you do stumble and fall, but those are, those are opportunities to really get to know yourself and then talk to your child about how this, how this works in real life, you know? Yeah
0: yeah absolutely so try to clarify everyone we're not sticking the rose colored glasses on we're not going oh the world's all lovely and we're just going to skip through the roses we're not talking about that as well we're literally talking about how do we get ourselves and our kids and therefore our community in a position where we can ride those waves those ups and downs that come through Um, we are really all about empowering kids to be able to Deal with and overcome. Actually, we'd love to get rid of childhood anxiety, wouldn't that be great, right? Oh, yeah. To, yeah, right. So we, we're here to help that through you, parents, uh, to to really come, and carers and guardians, and we'll just use the word parents as interchangeable, but be able to actually have. Us role model i think that's a really good place to start uh this behavior with our kids but it's not about not being a real world either we're not airy fairy whimsical here at all i mean for god's sake you have a mindset mindset coach and a psychologist yeah we, we're going to be pretty practical as we go um all right, so I think that leads on to our one practical takeaway let's can we have that around role modeling What's one thing that we as parents can start doing to get us in this place of practicing uh, hope to start building our
1: own muscle? Well the really easy one you can do is actually heaps of exercises that you know we could pull out here but I think one of the one of the great ones is to kind of just, you know, on the way to school, just kind of talk about, you know, what the day might look like, you know, and have a conversation about hope. So um, a lot of kids are in lockdown at the moment. But if you, you know, if you're actually heading off to school soon, you might have that conversation of, you know, look, you're, you know, how excited are you to see your friends at last? Laugh? <laughs> you know, there could be a realistic kind of like, you know, follow-up to it, which is like, you know, who knows what they're going to be like, but this is going to be fun because you will see them, you know, yeah. hope which is really real just because you will see them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: have started to have conversations even with ourselves, maybe watching some awareness of our own conversations. and the other mm-hmm. things that we're talking about because we don't have a filter necessarily to catch us. So let's build some awareness on what we're saying. And with our kids, particularly looking at the positive we come from a positive psychology space looking at what the opportunities are that could be positive without again pushing down any anxiety or nerves or stress like oh it's going to be so terrible blah blah yeah we just
1: want to we want to have some up on the wave have some talk about hope what do you hope for the day yeah you know adults are really good at suppressing hope so quite often when we talk to each other it's um And it's a little bit, uh, you know, Aussie as well, not to kind of um, talk about the things that we hope for because it's a little bit uncool, but we need to change that. We definitely need to start having conversations about hope and being okay with those conversations.
0: Yes, that good old tall poppy. But what what makes the best story, a negative or a positive, right? Exactly. So exactly. When we tell her stories and we all get it's like, oh no. And of course, sometimes we do get connection or appreciation
1: because of a woe is me story that we do yeah. go through, yeah. right? Um yeah. people relate. And sometimes we don't want to offend people too. It's like I won't I won't talk about the good stuff in my life or good or what I'm hoping for, maybe for the holidays, because yeah. You know you might not be able to go for a holiday or something right like we have to traverse this difficult territory it has to be okay to talk about what we hope for this is so
0: so very true and i've just realized even from all my own work that i've know i've had people in other states going oh we're off to the beach and i'm like well i'm not i'm in lockdown right we do it unconsciously sometimes rather than yeah i'm going for a great walk again um, so, but we do we play down sometimes the good stuff, right? Because we don't yeah. want to come across maybe as arrogant or whatever. But also, I do think sometimes if if we focus on on the good or the possibilities, and then it's like, well, I don't have anything to complain about, or yeah. I have to keep repeating it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, I think we're we as we go through this is a maybe an, an a a bit of a takeaway is. As kids, as, as myself, as kids, I was, you know, born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s, big hair, shoulder pads in the 90s. But um, through that, I don't know if it was just me, but through that, we were really dialed down yeah. the, like, any potential cockiness, right? Oh, Our right. Own.
1: Grunge, the nineties, grunge, yeah, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not cool, <laughs> right? And and even like the, as you know, my parents and that you are you instead of as a child you are you do have a natural hope. I think you do naturally look at the positive, and we get that a little knocked out of us. On, I'll oh, be realistic. Oh, but what if that doesn't work? Or if you don't get the first, you know, the the role in the play or or whatever, and so we knock down our expectations right of of you know what could be rather than having a good dose of of expectations and i think expectations are a double-edged sword but like a good dose of
1: expectations and an up that goes with it well we kind of we kind of had the expectations knocked out because people did like you know um maybe some parents uh didn't want to deal with the difficult difficulty conversations right it's like the sadness of yeah not getting the part in the play or something right so it's it goes that actually goes back to suppression so yeah. we actually want to like not suppress right so yeah like you want to hope for the good stuff yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're not going to get all of it that's life and yeah. that's that's what we want to do We want to navigate both not just kind of go you know just, just forget
0: that Yeah, because we get into this place of not wanting to deal with the disappointment, so we dial it down in the first place. Oh, so many neurons are firing. I love it. Light bulbs are going off. All right, this has been great. Um, Well... I've loved this chat. This has been our first episode here on Hope. We are going to be back as Hope Ninja parents. So what we've had a chance to talk about today is we've talked about what is hope and what the hell has it got to do with parenting? I think we've seen it's got everything to do with being a person of parenting and how some ways we can actually build some hope starting with us as parents as well the yeah. ninja. ninja so i hope you guys let us know in the comments are you on board you're gonna come and join us cold arms um on our mission as hope ninja parents guardians carers, and so forth Grandparent grandparents hope ninja grandparents Oh, Gosh. I love that. Love that. Show us a skill. skill. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get little masquerade masks that we hold up with love our it. little ninja things. It doesn't wreck our hair. Yeah, just but... is important. we have just coming out of lockdown. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, we hope that you and hope that you join us uh, for future episodes do let us know what you took out of today's episode Uh, we will be having quite a few coming up very regularly for you Uh, do like follow subscribe uh, whatever platform you're watching this on and stick some comments in You can contact us that way as well. And if you're wanting to get the George app, which is a kid-friendly robot for primary school kids to help them with their big emotions, their resilience and anxieties, then the details will be down below for you for that as well. All right, we're going to sign off. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.